Hey, it's good to visit with you guys again. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been teasing out what our identity statement is. And as we've done that, we've gone on a slow, steady pace, breaking down all the key words and thoughts. So today we want to recap the last six weeks and kind of put ourselves into the mix. By that, I mean, where do we fit into those things? How do we live out this identity statement in our own lives personally? Our identity statement is that we want to be connecting the gospel to people, people to community, and community to mission. Yeah, when we say we want to connect the gospel to people, first we define what the gospel is, right? It's it's the good news of Jesus. It's the, his life, his death, and his resurrection. And it's really God's redemptive plan for the world and and our role in it. So as we think about connecting the gospel to people, I think sometimes it's easy to, to think, I know some people that the gospel will be great for. They really need the gospel in their lives. And I think it is about that, but it's also, do I understand the gospel? How am I living it out in my life? I need the gospel in my life. I think if we're trusting in Jesus, he's calling us to follow him. Do I even know what it looks like to follow him? In Luke 9, 23, Jesus said, If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I think there's some commands for each of us that where we go, ah, I don't really want to do that. And that's just me choosing not to follow Jesus. It might not even be in an evil way. It might just be in a way that exposes something in ourselves that needs further reflection on the gospel. The gospel isn't just simply um, our passport to heaven. It's our way of living life. Uh, if it redeems all things, it redeems our life. If it changes everything, it changes everything. And so instead of thinking of the gospel as just a simple passport for our friends and for ourselves, we should be thinking of it as, this is the way that I will start to live my life. And that can be really hard. Yeah, when we trust Jesus, it's, it's for the future, but it also changes how we live today. When we understand the gospel and what Jesus has done for us, we want to submit to him. We want to follow him. The second part of our identity statement is we want to connect people to community. As we talked about community, we said that there are three important elements of community. It's centered around the Bible. It's doing life together, walking through life together. And community gives generously and sacrificially. Just like connecting the gospel to people, this has implications for us corporately as a church and for us individually. We want to be centered around the Bible as a church but also, how am I centering my life around the Bible? What are the things that I'm doing personally to make sure that the Bible is a regular part of my life? As a church that's through gathering on Sunday mornings, it's through LRDs, it's through having conversations and discussions about what God's Word says. How am I diving into the Word, not just for our church, but, but for me? In Proverbs twenty-seven nineteen, it says, As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Our lives need to be centered around the Bible so that people can see for themselves how that plays out. It's easy when times are good, but the biblical-centered life is harder when things get harder. And so if we have that foundation, not only for our community, as we said, but for ourselves individually, it can make it easier. It makes it easier because we'll draw on what we know to be true, how we've been living and how we know we want to live. Hebrews 10, 24 says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. There's this idea that we're supposed to be doing life together, encouraging each other to live like God wants us to live. Are we sharing our lives with each other? 
And when I think of challenging myself on that, I, I realize that I need to be exposing my thoughts, my fears, my anxieties, and my celebrations to my friends, to those of you that are listening to this. Like, what's it life? What is it like to walk together with you so that there's not surprises? I remember one time I went to a pastor's meeting with a bunch of pastors, and we were all wondering where this one pastor was, and we had found out that he resigned that the week before. No one knew. We thought we were some of his closest friends, and no one knew. When we looked into the situation at the church, we found out that no one in the church saw it coming either. That's not unique to pastors. I think all of us kind of like to retreat. Let's not be retreaters. Let's be walking together with each other. The third component of community is being generous in our living and giving sacrificially. Like, what does that look like for me as an individual? As a community, I think we do pretty well with that. But what does that look like for me, Gordon, to be doing? Yeah, it doesn't mean that we all give the same or all serve the same or all have the same gifts and talents, but it does mean that we all should be doing something. So as a church, we want to be connecting people to community, and individually, we want us all to be living in community. Because like we talked about a few weeks ago, who needs community? We all do. The third part of our identity statement is we want to connect our community to mission. And we define mission as joining God in his redemptive plan for the world. And we outlined three elements of our evangelism process. Prayerful relationships, intentional friendships, and gospel opportunities. As we join God in his redemptive plan for the world, we understand that one of the main ways that the gospel advances is through the vehicle of relationships. So the question is, am I aware of the relationships that God's placed me in to have a gospel impact? Am I praying for those people? And am I creating third places in which those relationships can grow? And as those relationships grow, it's an opportunity for me to have intentional friendships. Putting myself into that equation is pretty easy. We need to have mutual, intentional friendships with people, creating the time for that, asking God to open our hearts towards people. Yeah, and as we create space for relationships and we're intentionally available with our friendships, those are just opportunities for us to plant and water in people's lives. And as we plant and water, we're praying that God grows those seeds and we're looking for opportunities to join him in this work. So that's it. This is our identity statement. This is who we want to be as a church, and this is who we want to be as individuals. Join us Sunday. We'll wrap this up again, and we will be talking about what we're doing in the following weeks. We're pretty excited to let you know what that's going to be. 